0: Hey everyone, I'm Angela Fazio and welcome to Girl Educate Yourself. And I'm Kristen Cantrell and our guest today is Camilla Jeffs. So she did
1: an unbelievable episode of Moms in Real Estate and we just had to have her come back and she's going to give us some practical tips on helping your kids learn how to handle money. So Camilla, thank you for coming today again. I'm really excited. (laughs) Yeah, excited to be back with you. Love it. So get us started, like give a little bit of background so people know why they should be listening to you right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so I'm a mom of five kids. And now my kids are all in the teenage years, right? So we're, we're in those teenage years that, you know, honestly, a lot of moms fear the teenage years, but I'm loving them. I think they're so fun. Like Teenagers are hilarious. They have all these cool things that they're involved in. And, and I just, I just love it. Um, and so I've been, you know, a mother for a long time, but also been a real estate investor for a long time and been a student of, finance and the economy um, I hold my an MBA and um, and I just love studying and and I love talking about money and that sounds funny and I I, I couldn't really say that out loud about 10 years ago because I always thought it was a taboo to you know talk about money mm-hmm. like oh you don't talk about that you know but I actually really like studying money and how it works. And, and I'm super passionate about teaching my children and, and teaching others how money works as well and helping them to really invest their money and, and make their money grow. That That's what I'm really passionate about.
1: Well, I, I cannot wait to hear these practical tips. So I think that you planned on talking about at different stages of your kids' lives, right? And how you did that. Exactly.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm going to give all the moms out there tips on how to teach kids money concepts at any age. And I'm just going to tell you how I did it. Right. And so you feel free to copy, uh, poach, whatever you like, like from this episode. Just feel free to do it in your own with your own kids. So First step for me was when kids turned about five years old, they started earning um, and some type of allowance, right? Mm-hmm. So we always, um, and I know allowance is a big debate, but for us, it's, it's, you earn I've an allowance. You haven't heard the debate. So, I know, so I haven't many, heard many it. parents, Oh, some parents think that it's a bad thing. Like you don't what? just give your kids money. Other parents think that it's a good thing, right? Because kids need to learn about money. So there's the, there's a debate out there between, well, kids need to earn the money, right? Because that's what we do in the real world is we earn money. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're giving an allowance, you're not mimicking the real world. So I took a hybrid approach to that and I decided it's important for kids to have money in their hands, especially when they're little, they need the tangible, they need the actual dollar bills in their fingers and the counting of the coins, right? Like all of that helps their cognitive ability. Um, But at the same time, I wanted to add on a way for them to earn more money. So for us, that looked like this. We had an allowance and the allowance equaled $1 per year of age per month, right? Mm -hmm. So when you turned five, you started earning this allowance, which means you got $5 a month. Now, some parents will be like, Oh my gosh, you're stingy. Yes, I am stingy.
0: (laughs) Because they don't
2: need a lot at that age, right? They don't need a lot of money in their hands. And they need to learn what they can and cannot purchase with that, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, $1 $1 per age per month. And then on top of that, I created a jobs chart where I assigned certain dollar figures to certain jobs, right? And so, and it was just really simple. I'm not a super creative person. Like it's, it, you, it doesn't have to be creative. It was like literally a piece of paper where I wrote um pull the weeds, $1, right? And so they could like choose those jobs. And then if they did those jobs, they, um, you know, they would go do it. And then they, you know, I'd, I'd have to go and approve, right? Because pulling the weeds, you know, you have to make sure you get them all if, yeah. if you want to <laughs> earn that dollar. Um, So that's what they would do. Now, the other thing I did to make this really super easy for me as a parent was I only paid them once a month. -hmm. Well, I did not do it every single week because it was just too much to manage. So once a month, we sat down and we had our family bank. Now, here's the other tip that that when you are starting to teach kids about money, you want to teach them several concepts at once. And I know that sounds weird, but you do. So when with money, they earn the money, right? And now, what do they do with the money? So with our family bank. And as we sat down, and we would have payday, the kids called it payday. Um, so I would pay the kids their money. Then first thing we did is we we did a math calculation of ten percent, and we figured out okay, ten percent is now going to go towards charity, right? So we're mm-hmm. we we are giving family but we believe in giving ten percent of our income away um, to charity. So the kids would have to figure that out, and that's hard. That's hard math sometimes, you know, and it's frustrating math for the kids because they get this whole, you know, this, these $5 and then they have to give back a dollar and then, you know, convert it to, to quarters. And then they have to give me 50 cents. They're like, wait, I don't, I only had, I had $5. Now I don't have $5. (laughs) Um, so 10% to charity. And then we did another 10% to a, um, college fund right so this was the kids saving money for their own future it's a future fund right and so it's kind of a hard concept for them to grasp don't worry about you know trying to teach them all things just like just this is what we do right and that's that's how I always approached it this is what we do okay 10% to charity 10% to your college fund so that goes back into the family bank and I had a little like money uh container like uh, it was like a cash register, right? And that's where we would keep the the cash in there. And then also, I just had a card. And on the card, we just wrote the kid's name, the date, and then the amount that they put into this, this college, or, you know, wedding or whatever business fund, right for later. Um, then mom and dad matched that, right? So whatever, whatever amount went in there, we matched. And so we would write down the kids amount, then we would write down our amount, and then we would tally it up. And then every month they could see that, um, that growing on paper, right? So this is the two different concepts. You have the tangible, and then you have the the kind of, you know, the, the, the concept in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then the next thing that they could do is they could save their money or invest their money into the family bank. And the family bank paid 10% interest per month. Wow. Oh, so you're like, oh my gosh, like, wouldn't that be amazing if we could earn 10% interest per month? Well, okay, yes, that is inflated. And it's inflated for a reason. Um, because it's hard for kids to conceptualize, you know, if you're paying like 1% interest per year, which is what we get and well, even less than that in bank accounts, you know, it just doesn't, it's, it's not meaningful. And so I wanted Mm -hmm. to make it meaningful to the kids so that they could, um, because I wanted to encourage investing at a young age. So that's what we did. And so then, but they could choose, this was not a forced, right? So charity Mm -hmm. was forced, saving for future was forced, but investing wasn't a forced thing in our, in our family, but Mm -hmm. they could choose. And um, typically, they would choose to put money in there because and every month that we would say, okay, since you had $10 in there, now you get an extra dollar. So now you have 11. Do you want to put more in? Oh, yeah, you know, and so and then it just started to grow. And so we did this from ages five to 12 and and one of my tactics here is that you don't want to have 10% interest per month past age 12 because you're going to be paying a lot of a lot of money in interest <laughs> as a parent. because awesome. if they're good <laughs> savers
1: it's going to be like 20 bucks a month you're forking out <laughs> so i have a question so when yeah. they invest that money is that long term investment so if they put it in it's in there till they're 12
2: uh, they can take it out. Uh, so they could take that money out. So if they had like a big purchase they wanted to make, such as a, a bike or, you know, or a, an electronics or something, they could take that money out of the family bank and use it to purchase something. But it would, whatever money they left in there would continue earning that same interest rate until they were age 12. Got
0: it. Gosh, that's so awesome. I know. And so tactical. I know. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: I thought I was impressed before. Keep going. I know. I know. (laughs)
2: So here's the other fun thing about this that it does that is a relief to you as a mother. So when you go to the store, right? Every mother has experienced this. We go to the store and the kid sees the candy. The kid sees the toy. I want this. I want this. I want this. Right? Like drives you crazy. Well, if you have a family bank installed, guess what? Kids have their own money. And you were like, oh, awesome, sure. Do you want to buy that with your money? And suddenly Mm -hmm. the decision is different, right? It is differently about it when it's their own money that they have to spend. And all of the, and it just totally silenced all of the, I want, I want, I want, I want, because you'll know, be like, okay, we're going to the store. If you want something, make sure you bring your money, you know? And sometimes the kids would get to the store like, oh, I forgot my money. And like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, once in a while I'd be like, okay, I'll buy it and you can pay me back when you get home, you know, if you mm-hmm. forgot your money, but I, you know, I, I had some grace, <laughs> but, uh, but it just, it just helped out a lot with, with quelling all of that. And, you know, when you have a multiple children, you know, I have five children and we're all at the store together, oh my it gosh, gets yeah. to be a lot. Right. And right. so you're like, well, you know, or maybe they want something big. And then, you know, they're at the store and they're like, Oh, I really want this, you know, these earphones, but it costs $50. I'm like, awesome. Save your money. And you'll be able to buy that, you know, or you and they always, always had the opportunity to earn more money, right? Because even though we were stingy with the allowance, we were not stingy with how much like their earning potential was uncapped. You know, they Mm -hmm. just had to work for it. They had to do hard work and chores and jobs. Some of my kids were excited about that. Others were like, this is beneath me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know, so it just kind of depended on how they did. Other things too, like if they got birthday money from grandma or something, then they could always you know, put that into the family bank as well and continue earning interest and, and investing that. So, so that's the family bank. So that's ages 5 to 12. Um, and this is all paper money, you know, so you have the paper money, but then you also have the, you know, the bank that you're, you're calculating and you're doing calculations. So really great math training for kids too. Mm -hmm. Um, and then age 12. So what do you do at age 12? Well, they get kicked out of the family bank and that's when we <laughs> went to the regular bank and we opened up a bank account. And so whatever money they had in the family bank at that time, we went and we transferred over in and we helped them open up a regular bank account. So now they're learning about how to, you know, do live in the real world and and how money flows in the real world. Also, we started teaching them about budgeting. So one of the things we did, um, and we were really good about this with our oldest was we said, okay, at 12, you now get a yearly clothing budget. And so we've like calculated out what that would look like and how much money that would be. And then we deposited all that money into her account and said, okay, now you're responsible to buy all of your clothing for the rest of the year, minus like athletic shoes. Cause those are super expensive. Right. right. Um, but all of your like regular clothes that you want to buy. Um, and so she had to really think about now how much money she was going to spend on a shirt because before she didn't think about it. Right. It was just, oh, I want this one. You know, And my mom and I had to think about it, you know. So now instead of shopping at like the, the mall, she's like, let's go to Ross. so she could get several shirts and they were cute shirts too at at Ross and you know and she had to manage and and now you're teaching budgeting where you have to manage it for a long time like a year is a long time to manage a budget because if you blow it all in and we always did it right in August right so right before school started is when Mm -hmm. the big the all the money would come and so of course you buy your school clothes but if you blow it all in the fall you have no money for summer clothes and for swimsuits and for things like that and and so now you have to earn money in order to purchase those that clothing so right and it's so genius. that's how we taught about budgeting with with the with the kids it went at in the teenage years right
1: I love that so I I'm going to amend my, I feel little statement. I have six kids and they range from 30 to 11, right? So I didn't really have, I I had, I had a very interesting, whatever. I did some things really great with the first like three. (laughs) And then I got tired. And and, And so now I'm thinking, I still have hope for the 11 year old and the, about to be 16-year-old to get some money skills before they leave the house. You still yeah. have hope. I you have totally hope. do. Well,
0: I I was just thinking, so over the weekend, I let my kids five and seven bring their wallets to California if they wanted to buy anything. Well, my five-year-old stole my seven-year-old's $100 and tried to give it away the other day. <laughs> he literally, my sister texted oh, no. me, hey, do you know that Lucas is giving a $100 bill to Ollie?" I was like, where did he get that? I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm terrible. I'm terrible.
1: <laughs> I, him bill. I didn't.
0: He got it for his birthday. Oh, I right. know. All right. Not from me, from his grandma. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's
1: the Camilla show now. Let's
0: go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Go ahead. What else did you want to get? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to let you stop our so our shit get show. All. We
0: have to bring our shit show in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's right. awesome. Go that's awesome. <laughs>
2: Okay. So at 12, right now they're kind of on their, they're not really on their own financially, but they're really, you know, working towards other, other things and other, other goals. And so they, um, they still have, we still have like a way for them to earn money and by doing jobs around the house, but it's also a time to encourage them to find jobs outside of the house. Mm -hmm. So what can kids do at, you know, age 12 and to earn money? Cause you know, they're not 16 yet, so they can't go work at McDonald's which by the way, I never advocate mm-hmm. for my children. There's way better things out there to do. So um, at age 12, so a couple of the things that we did is we, we thought about entrepreneurship. Like, how can you be an entrepreneur? What are some things that you could do? And so we, you know, I sat down with uh, several of my children and we've looked at and we've mapped out and, you know, I've encouraged them to go online and search, you know, how can 12 year olds make money? And, and um, a lot of that is, well, you could, um, here's a great one you go buy candy at Costco and then take it to school and you sell it to your friends. And there you go for you mark it up, right? Like everybody Um, marks up the candy from Costco. So you can totally do that. But then think about, you know, you could be a babysitter, right? So a lot of my girls did a lot of babysitting, Um, mowing lawns, you could, uh, you know, create a little business where you go out, um, you could like clean up dog poop in the neighborhood. You could, you know, pull garbage cans to the road for people on the day that it's garbage day because everybody forgets all the time, right? And so there's all sorts of things that that kids that age they can do to really start bringing in better income mm-hmm. ra- rather than just pulling the weeds for a dollar cuz at that point they're like I'm not pulling the weeds for a dollar, mom. Like that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. You know, it's always there if you need it. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. And so, so then they start learning about how to really put themselves out there. And we would create like flyers that we'd go and we'd put at neighbor's houses about, you know, Hey, here's the services that I offer at 12 is a really great time to be a mother's helper where maybe you're not ready to like fully babysit, but moms who work and right now is a perfect time like so many of us work from home and need help with the kids someone to just play with them because we don't want to take them to daycare that's too expensive but if you're a 12 year old and you can be a mother's helper you come in yeah. and play with the kids so mom has a couple hours to work fantastic I really I need great, one of really those this job. summer
1: I, I had one yes
2: everybody baby. needs one oh, I need I that. love it I know <laughs> It works really great. It works really great. So all sorts of things that kids can do to really start um, earning, earning money and putting themselves out there. Um, now, as the kids get even older, right? So now let's fast forward to maybe they're 16. So they're the age where they can go out and get a job. So all along, I've always told my kids that having a skill is better than not having a skill. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you have a skill, you can monetize that skill. So, case in point, my 16 year old daughter um, has been working at playing the piano since she was eight and she has developed this skill. Well, she's now 16 and she's like, Mom, I really want to get a job and start earning more money. And I said to her, Well, okay, let's look at the options. Right. You can go work at the Sonic and they pay what? Like, nine bucks an hour, maybe, maybe 10, if you're lucky. Um, or, yo, know, you could do these other things. But think about what's something that you're really good at, that maybe other people would pay you for. And this is something that even we as moms today can can do, right? Yes. What's something you're really good at? And she's like, well, piano, I said, perfect. Let's put together a website. So we taught, I taught her how to build a website. And so she put together a website to try and get, uh, you know, with all the information on there and then put together flyers and then started like networking. I taught her about networking. So you go and talk to the high school choir teacher and all the music teachers at the high school, the middle school, the elementary school, you put a flyer up at those places at different businesses to get some students. And guess what? Today she has six students. They, and she gets paid $25 for a half hour lesson. She gets paid $50 an hour, right? At 16.
1: That's fantastic. Wow. and You cannot earn that at the Sonic.
0: No, (laughs) No, you cannot. Or just even like the building the website, every little piece of it. So perfect. There you go for your summer. Project with Ari. That sounds really I love it. Impossible. I love it. No, we'll figure, <laughs> yes, it, we'll out. figure it out. Yes, we will figure kids it out. Kids are so
2: techie too. Like I they they can figure out how to build a website. Like, like yeah, they're yeah. they're so good at, at stuff like You're that.
0: like, let me show you how to build a website. She's like, let me show you how to build yeah. a
1: <laughs> I got this, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So um, so we've heard about the littles. We've got, you know, up to up to 12, 12 to 16 and above 16, I think, and I know you have a lot more, but I'm going to make the audience (laughs) wait for it because I'm going to make Camilla write a book.
0: I know. Yeah, (laughs) she
1: is. So good. All of these things are so practical and so manageable. That's Mm -hmm. what I love about the tips that you've shared today is I'm overwhelmed by details. None of that overwhelmed me no it surprised me and it, it opened my mind yeah but it didn't make me go i could never do that it's too complicated yeah so that's what i love about your tips there's there there's something that people will say yeah i can do that that's mm-hmm. that's manageable
2: yeah awesome. it's totally manageable and and i so i'm a kind of person that simplifies everything like i i cannot get take in more into my life than i could manage but also you have to i think one of the biggest things is you have to decide that that's an important piece of of training for children. And, Mm -hmm. and the reason it is important is because they don't get it in schools. They don't get it anywhere else. It's like literally up to us as parents to train, train kids, how to use money and, and that money is a tool and money's not something to be avoided or hated or loved or put up on a pedestal, right? Like money is just simply a tool and you got to learn how to work it. Right, you've got to learn yep. how to work it to in order to be set up in in life. Um, so, one other quick tip that I'd love to give is that when the kids turn sixteen, think about their future investing ability. And 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 I'm a big real estate investor, right? So to invest in in real estate and to get the best loans, your credit score is important. Mm-hmm. And so when the kids turn sixteen, I add them to my credit card. Now I don't give them a card that they can go and spend whatever they want, right? I just simply add them on to my credit card. So now they start building credit so that when they turn 18, 19 and get a full-time W-2 job, now they can buy their own house. You know, they may need me to, you know, help, help, you know, sign on it or whatever, but they've been earning significant income. And you'll have to listen to my other episode, you know, the moms in real estate episode to find out how they are investing in real estate when they are 13 and 14 and earning income from that, but they will have significant income. Right. And so when they get to be 19, 20 and they're ready to buy their first house, they will have an 800 plus
1: credit score. Right. away. Wow. Wow. That was awesome. (laughs) right so cool yeah I, I know I'm so I am so thrilled to have met you I mean absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. what what a treat yes good job Kristen I know, I know. <laughs> yes <laughs> okay oh tell gosh. everybody about your coaching
2: yeah. So today I do a coaching on how to become a passive investor and join a group investment in apartments. So uh, one of the things that you think about when investing in, in real estate, you think, okay, well, I got to buy a rental house down the street and manage it and be a landlord. Well, guess what? There are way better ways to invest in real estate that you still preserve your time and energy. And I know as moms, time is a precious, precious resource, um, especially as the kids just start growing and they, they get so big so fast um so you can join a group investment which mean and become a passive investor which means you get all the benefits of investing in real estate and you just simply invest your money and you get cash flow you get tax benefits and you get equity and appreciation in the property and you never have to be a landlord. You never have to take a call. You don't even have to sign on the loan, right? Like somebody else does that. And so you rely on professionals to do all of the hard work and you join the group as a passive investor and just get passive income. So I coach on that and provide opportunities to invest in that. And uh, you can find that at studystreaminvestments.com, which is the
1: name of my business.
0: Studystreaminvestments.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank
1: you. I, I really appreciate all your Fantastic tips!
2: Yes, thanks so much for having me on. This has been so fun. I just, I love talking about money. I
1: just can't help it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you do too. a good job. I know you do you a good do a job. Good job. <laughs> yes.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next.